Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So breaking news, CZ just came out and pled guilty to specific charges. So now we have to ask the question, you know, what's next for Binance? Are they going to go bust? Are they going to go the way of FTX? I think the probability is definitely above zero. <laughs> but let's get right into the details of what's going on, this breaking story, and then try to think through this and connect some dots at the end of this video. So first and foremost, right here, guys, title of the article just came out today. In fact, just came out about an hour ago. Binance CEO CZ Changpeng Zhao, I'm guessing, to plead guilty to federal charges and step down. And what you'll see as we go through this article is he's most likely going to get uh, not like an SBF type of uh, sentence, but he'd likely get maybe a year in jail, something like that, that could, they ask kind of these uh, white collar crime experts and they figure he might get a year, maybe two years, but then that'll be kind of chopped down to just um, some probation, something like that. And I think that honestly, what's probably going on is he's looking at what happened to SBF and FTX. And he's like, well, we did the exact same thing <laughs> and I don't want to get a hundred years or whatever the heck SBF is going to get. So let me just take advantage of this opportunity to just plead guilty and pay them a bunch of money. And hopefully I won't spend more than a year or two behind bars. So key talking points, U.S. Department of Justice has brought criminal charges against Binance and its billionaire founder, CEO, CZ. The former Binance chief will personally plead guilty to violating and causing a financial institution to violate the Bank Secrecy Act, according to the plea agreement. The U.S. DOJ said in its filing Tuesday that Binance knowingly and willfully caused the supply of services to Iran in breach of U.S. sanctions. Okay, I think this is one of those things where, where there's smoke, there's fire. And uh, what I mean by that is that they're probably just going this route because that's where the evidence is. But behind the scenes, they know that he was doing the same stuff as SBF, but they can't really prove that. So they're just saying, hey, you know, we'll just get him on this to get him out of the game. And um, the net result is still the same. I, you know, I'm not saying that they were doing shady stuff, but what I do know is that this was pretty much shady stuff was what this industry was built on. So I think you have, as your base case, you have to assume that there was shady stuff going on until proven otherwise. I mean, I, I hate to say that, that um, you know, people are kind of guilty until proven innocent, but there was so much fraud in this, we'll call it crypto bubble of 2021, 2022, that, um, you know, I just think the probability is very, very high that most of these huge firms were somehow involved in stuff that would be considered at the very least unethical. Let me just put it that way. So he uh, pled guilty and he is forking up 4.3 billion in a settlement with the Department of Justice. The plea arrangement with the government resolves in a multi-year investigation of the world's largest crypto exchange. And let me just be very, very clear. If you guys, I know 
lot of times I assume that everyone watching has seen most of the videos I've done in the last two or three weeks. And I know that's not true. So if you guys are kind of wondering where I'm coming to this conclusion, it's because I've, I've met with some of my hedge fund buddies in St. Bart's and they really told me how they were, let's just say arbitraging this play with the grayscale Bitcoin trust when it was trading at a 40% premium to NAV and they were getting the shares on the cheap. They were getting shares at NAV and how the grayscale Bitcoin trust in a roundabout way was lending money to other entities like Three Arrows and maybe Celsius, who knows who else. And therefore, them lending money, they buy the Bitcoin shares on the cheap because they see the arbitrage opportunity. Then they go ahead and buy Bitcoin. It makes the price go higher and higher and higher. It's like a pump and dump scheme. It, now, you know, were they knowingly doing that? Who knows? Who knows? But again, the net result was still the same. And so, you know, whether it's how that was structured <laughs> or whether it was FTX or all these other things, it was it or, you know, just look at the way that Tether was set up for heaven's sakes. Tether was another thing that I talked to. We'll call him Steve. This uh, one of the main hedge fund manager buddies of mine in St. Bart's. Uh, we were talking about that. And in his view, studying this very, very carefully and seeing many, many of these things over the past decades, he believed that it, initially it was just a huge scam. It's just a massive scam. But they got to a, a point where they reached escape velocity to where they had so much money in their coffers that now they're able to buy back any of the, the tethers, let's say, if it starts trading at a discount to NAV. And so now it's just, it, it's legit and they probably won't go bust. But that's not to say that initially that the... Um, that they're as pure as the driven snow <laughs> just because they won't go bust now doesn't mean that initially it wasn't some sort of, let's just call it a Ponzi scheme. Right. And again, I, the, these aren't claims. These aren't predictions. I'm just sharing with you the thoughts and the information that I've received from talking to people that know a lot more about this than I do. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So in addition to the $4.3 billion settlement, it looks like they're imposing a $50 million fine on CZ himself. So I guess the 4.3 is on Binance and then 50 million for CZ. Binance will continue to operate with new ground rules. And basically what he's doing is he's stepping down and he is pleading guilty 
And they are once this is done, then they are going to charge him personally. In which case, uh, at the end of this article, they're talking about he'll likely get maybe some probation, maybe a little bit of jail time. But this gets gives him kind of a way out that he can admit guilt. He can step down. So then the SEC, they look like heroes. Plus, they get $4.3 billion. That goes into the government's coffers. And it's just kind of a win-win. And, um, you know, you don't have to continue to allocate resources to chasing this guy down. It's not even a citizen of the U.S. who's, I, I guess he's a citizen of the UAE. So here's a quote from SEC Chair Gary Gensler. CZ and Binance entities engaged in an extensive web of deception, conflicts of interest, lack of disclosure, and calculated evasion of the law. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe not. Uh, I'll let you be the judge. And I would also ask the question, uh, not that it makes what they were doing right, assuming that they are guilty of these accusations, but you also have to ask the question, if they were doing it, well, who else in the industry was? <laughs> and that's where I think you probably come to the conclusion that not everyone, not everyone, but a, a large percentage of the people that were that, that utilize this business model, let's say, uh, were doing it under the guise of kind of pumping a price uh, and whether that was ethical or not. Again, I think that's uh, just based on your own, uh, your own ideas of what is ethically appropriate. I guess that's the best way I can say it. So I think what we have to ask next is how this really, this, this impacts Coinbase, how this impacts uh, Bitcoin. I, you know, I don't really think this matters for Bitcoin, quite frankly. Um, you could maybe argue some liquidity stuff, but I really think the main story here is not only that he pled guilty, but now what's the probability of Binance coming down, just like FTX? And if it does go out of business, you know, what are the knock-on effects for uh, not just crypto, but what are the knock-on effects for the uh, overall appetite for risk for the retail investor? You know, we've gone from, you know, just uh, YOLO, we've gone from GameStop to now T-Bill and Chill. And so if this attitude continues, there's more and more of these entities go bankrupt or more and more of these entities pled guilty, plead guilty to wrongdoing. It gets to the point where even the younger audience, you know, who hasn't experienced the GFC starts to look at this and say, you know what, I'm not risking any more of my capital. I'm just going to go in and play it safe. I think that's how this story uh, could impact kind of the average Joe and Jane moving forward. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Just like to remind everyone that we've got a Thanksgiving sale for tickets at Rebel Capitalist Live. Uh, you can check that out. The sale lasts until Friday. You can check it out at rebelcapitalistlive.com. We'll see you in the next video, and I'll see you in Orlando May 31st through June 2nd at Rebel Capitalist Live.